Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. How's it going? It's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. How's it going, everyone? So, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys if it's gonna be Monday or Tuesday anymore. The way my life is going right now. Y'all will hear pop culture weekly, so turn on them notifications and read these posts so you know when it's going up. Um, it was Father's Day weekend. It was Juneteenth. I hope everyone had a lot of fun. I hope everyone enjoyed it to the fullest. Um, Father's Day, I just want to give a shout out to all the dads out there, um, all the father figures, um, all the fur dads, um, all the fathers that are supportive and present, and my condolences to those of you that, you know, no longer have your dad with you or in your life for one reason or another, or congratulations if they were total assholes and are no longer here. Um, fucked up to say but also sorry I'm very exhausted my uh my body knows it's it's getting closer to surgery time and it's like nope nope don't want it (laughs) but not the point so Juneteenth was made into a national holiday um Pritzker signed, um, for here in Illinois, um, then President Joe Biden signed, and while, you know, there's been mixed emotions around it, the main thing that has been said is, well, okay, you know, yes, it's, it's a step in the sense of you guys are acknowledging that specific point in time however more is needed to be done and when i was scrolling through tiktok um you know you fall down the tiktok hole i saw um a post by creator um jord x and simone or jordan simone um and she spoke about how yes it is become a national holiday, but also for whose benefit? You know, who is it actually going to impact? Um, And one of the things that she spoke on is that it will negatively impact the working class black community because the people that are going to be out on that day and celebrating is going to be mainly rich white people and persons and corporations. Um, and obviously she's getting, like, all these mixed, um, comments and whatnot on her thing, but she's not wrong. I mean, it, I, I completely understand her viewpoint on it because it's, like, if the whole purpose is to celebrate, um, black people, then the the only people that seem that are going to be celebrating it is not that community so i i don't i don't know 
And then one of the things that I kept seeing everywhere um, was a reposting of a quote by Malcolm X um, where he states, We'll give you more civil rights bills. We won't give you civil rights, but we'll give you civil rights bills. Now, I saw that in different um, quotes of his throughout because even um, in the video that I saw and a bunch of other posts, you know, she said, just give us police reform. You know, just let the conversation about race be something that is held in the classroom, you know, cultural studies and sorry, I'm like hella dehydrated, don't know why. Um but how do you, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, I would like to know. And and that that's for the black community specifically and whoever listens to this podcast um if you're a part of the black community how do you feel about juneteenth becoming a national holiday i would really like to know i'm i'm curious about having that conversation um so there's that Ugh. Um, so Disney, this is completely unrelated to anything we just discussed, um, but also if you guys don't know what Juneteenth is, please Google, look it up, um, educate yourselves. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, Disney, <coughs> Disney trademarked Loki, um, and it is causing issues. Granted, the trademark did not happen recently. It did take place back in 2015. However, because it is trademarked by Lo by um, Disney, fuck, I can't word, sorry, because it is trademarked by Disney, um, the, one of the rumors that's flying around the internet is that both Redbubble and Etsy are removing both artists and their artwork in relation to the word Loki. Um, and obviously now with the show coming out and it gaining so much... Gaining. <laughs> I need to stop watching so much fucking Naruto. Oh my god. <laughs> gaining. <laughs> with it gaining. Dios mio. Gaining so much traction... Um, obviously it increases the popularity, increases the association of, you know, everything that's on the internet as far as the word Loki. Now, um, Loki is not just a character within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Loki is a god. He is a Norse god. So... You can understand why it's causing a lot of issues now, especially with the show getting as much traction as it is, and artists that have been creating their pieces for so much, so much, for such a long time, you know, having that removed, it's, it's problematic. Um, granted, yes, Disney is a enormous fucking corporation, and it really seems like they do whatever the fuck they want, to be honest, and they buy out whatever. Um, the other thing that people are out crying is, you know, Eve, Eve, <laughs> I just can't wear it today. Oh, 
I swear the retrograde is over, but that shadow is killing me. Anyways, so even Stanley refused to trademark Loki, to trademark Thor, um, Odin, you know, that the for his characters that he styled after these religious deities because he said you know he didn't want to step on anyone's toes he didn't want to overstep these these boundaries and now while you know they are saying like oh it's not necessarily disney's fault to some degree it is because of their lack of specification um the one person that's like at least on my feed that's been speaking out very heavily on this is a chaotic witch on on tiktok um but she she's been going in and she's like okay granted it might be a red bubble and etsy issue where like they need to fix their algorithm and blah 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 but also to some degree you know disney does have a fault because they only placed it on the name Loki and any form of art, statue, etc. that had to do with the name. But they did not specify, oh, Marvel's Loki, MCU Loki, you know, like there wasn't an association to it. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what goes on with that. Apparently, they're also trying to do the same thing with Percy Jackson because there's rumors um, of Disney, like, bringing it back. And, like, rebooting the whole series, um, that's upsetting, but it's okay. <laughs> I only say that because of my Persephone cosplay. Um, but, in other news, well, also Disney news, MCU news, so did you guys see what was going on with Anthony Mackie, um, Captain America, so... He recently, recently, I really cannot word tonight. I am so sorry, y'all. Thank you for putting up with me. I really appreciate it. Level pains at a level, ooh, so, um, I'm doing my best. <laughs> but he recently did an interview, and so I don't know if you guys have seen everywhere on social media, everywhere on everything, from Tumblr to Twitter to Wattpad to, yes, I said fucking Wattpad, oh my god, how old am I? Um, <laughs> to Facebook, to Instagram, to TikTok, the TikTok ones are hilarious, but even on Supernatural, right, we all know the term headcanon. For those of you that don't know what a headcanon is, it is when fans or fandoms take their own um portrayal of their favorite characters so say like um the the draco malfoy and hermione thing or the castiel and dean winchester ship like it, it's really all about the ships and no i don't mean like a boat ready to set sail like you ship them, you know, like, you, you have this idea of them being more than friends. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, oh my god. But, and then, like, people, the internet, the internet never misses a fucking beat, I swear. But they, uh, shared a, a thingy. 
on Twitter. I don't know what it's called, but it was basically a whole, like, um, pictures, and they were just, like, fucking Mark Hamill, um, when he, they, they asked, um, a fan had asked him, you know, do you think Luke can be gay? And he said, um, well, Luke is up for interpretation, so that's what you believe, and yeah, he can be. And so a lot of people were saying, they were like, you know, with his response, they understand what it was he was trying to say, but it could have been worded differently. And like same when I was reading the interview, I was like, I, I get it. I get what you mean. <laughs> I do. But you could have just been like, ha 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 ha, that's cute. You know, I don't know. And then, you know, everyone was like, come on, man, it's Pride Month. <laughs> Can't you just let us have it? But, yeah, apparently there's no Sam and Bucky going on, y'all. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. I feel like headcanons are headcanons and just l leave them be. They cause no harm. It's, it's a fan theory. And, like, in Supernatural, they kind of, mm, uh, they kind of tried to address it. Um, when Castiel, to some degree, I'm, like, getting itchy. Castiel, to some degree, um, professes his feelings to, to Dean. On the, oh, my God, I'm going to start crying when Castiel. Um, when he sacrifices himself. Oh my god, my heart. But the reason that I say that they kind of did it, because I remember there was, like, an episode way back when, like, some of the ships first started for Castiel and Dean. Or D-Steel. Um, they did a whole episode where, like, they go back in time, and then Cass's vessel at that time is a woman. Um, so if you guys don't know, like, Cass is an angel, and then, like, that's not his actual form, he just basically possesses a body, essentially he's possessing them, he possesses a body, and, like, whatever, but, oh, whole theory about that, <laughs> we're not gonna get into that right now, um, that's gonna be a different, all Supernatural-based episode, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, eh, they kind of addressed it, but not really, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I don't know, just let the fans have their, their, their headcanons. I have a lot of headcanons about a lot of these shows. Who knows? Maybe I'll start talking about some of them, my theories. You know, I think I mentioned this, like, a couple pods ago, I don't know if I did or not, but Benifer is back. <laughs> ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back. They bag baby and it gives me mad, mad nostalgia. Um, also he kept that watch. Did y'all peep that picture? I'm not gonna talk much about that just because I'm pretty sure I'm interested in it before, but that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Also, um, tomorrow as far as an update of what's been going on with Britney and like the whole free Britney movement, um as far as, like, um, supporting her con conservatorship. I can't say that word. I don't know why I can't say it. 
but she will be speaking directly to the judge tomorrow. Um, she's going to testify. Tomorrow is June 23rd, in case you're wondering, at the time of this recording. Um, her dad, <coughs> sorry, Jamie, is also going to um, talk or whatever. And then, I don't know, I saw a thing that kind of freaked... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm gonna just leave that alone. Que Diosito esté con ella. Que todo le vaya bien. Que ella pueda hacer sus propias decisiones. But like, oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is... It... I'm about to get all existential. <laughs> about to get all existential for five seconds. But like... I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of involvement when it comes to, to her case or any case that garners really heavy media attention and it's like, you know, we're, we're never going to really know the full scope of something. Um, goes to a fucking thing that, um, not an affirmation but more like a quote thing that I have on my wall of affirmations. But it basically says um, there's a different version of you living in the heads of everybody that's ever met you. And it's like the whole basis of like you only really know so much about a person or a situation and the only people that really know is the people involved. And even then they only know to their own degree because, you know, there's many sides to one story. Um, I just I just wish her well. I hope things turn around in her favor, um, and I will keep you guys updated on what happens there. In other news, Robert Pattinson, my boo, why are you this way? Um, <laughs> yeah, he walked off set, um, and I'm not gonna lie, I saw that and I fucking screamed, and I was like, no. Roberto, por qué no lo hagas? Te lo pido. Oh. Um, sorry. <laughs> so I love, I love uh, Batman. Um, <laughs> I love the story of Batman because of the dark, the underlying darkness of it, and like my own theories about it or whatever, and like how I view it, my interpretation of it. I love it because of its villains, but when I when I saw that he had like walked off set because of issues that he had with Matt Reeves, and granted these these um como se dice these feuds this little rivalry shit that they got going on has been like going on since like throughout COVID and you know there's been so much speculation that they don't get along and there's artistic differences and all that shit and granted yes you know I mean I don't know I don't think like there's ever been anything anywhere that like people can't work with them individually on any project so I don't I can't speak too much on that, but I was just reading so many different articles and there's so many fucking rumors flying around from like 
Robert Pattinson doesn't want to share Batman because he's upset that, like, Ben Affleck isn't necessarily outside, out of the DCEU. And then there's a rumor that, like, you know, he's pissed that Michael Keaton's coming in to reprise his role of Batman. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know about how, or if I mentioned on here before, of, like, The Flash and how in the standalone film there's going to be, like, appearances or whatever because of the uh, space-time the space-time continuum being altered and all that shit. The multiverse. <laughs> the multiverse feels like... It feels like a Marvel word now. Because <laughs> I say it, and then I picture multiverse of madness, and then I'm like, oh my god, Doctor Strange, I'm so excited, Benedict Cumberbatch, yay. Anyways, ignore me there. Whole tangent. Um, But apparently, they've had issues with that, and then supposedly that, you know, when it was the whole, oh, he had, uh, Robert Henson, or, yeah, that he had gotten COVID, it was actually a giant hoax put on by the studio because he wasn't in, like, superhero shape. Um, then others are saying that he wants to be part of the editing process because he fears, um, that Zoe Kravitz is gonna overshadow him in her role as Catwoman or Gatubela. Um, which I'm so excited for. Oh my god, it's gonna be so cool. Um, but I'm so excited <laughs> when I saw her fucking scream and I was like, no, why? Don't do it. You're so close. <laughs> please, please. Um, I don't know if we'll ever know what's going on with those two. Maybe we'll find out down the line, depending if he reprises the role or not, or what's gonna happen, but hopefully it'll make for an amazing movie. Hopefully there isn't, like, you know, something actually horrible going on between them that should be stopped. Um, hope not, but guess we'll have to wait and see. And also, everything of what I reported on was very Mercury fucking retrograde. Let's just be really fucking real. That shit was... Mercury in reggaeton, Mercury in rakata, Mercury in ratatouille, <laughs> Mercury in all that shit on the spot. Like, I just, oh my goodness. Who else was going through it? And are y'all okay? Um, <laughs> Mercury in retrograde is uh, exactly that. The planet goes retrograde and it essentially causes a whole lot of shit to go down. Um, the main influences every time that Mercury does go retrograde is communication errors, technology errors, um, tying of loose ends. So like people coming back and like you know, like, people coming out the fucking woodwork and shit like that, that's very, very much in scope, um, also, for anyone that, you know, went through that big ascension, it's the 5D on 1221, I know y'all felt it extra fucking heavy this time around, um, good news is that we are now on the other side of it, did I say utter? <laughs> other. <laughs> she needs some milk. JK, I'm lactose. Don't give me leche. If it is, give me almond milk. Um, but or coconut milk. Yes. Sorry, I just started thinking of like alternative milks. Ignore me. Oh my god, my brain. What was I saying? Yes, post shadow retrograde. Um, <laughs> we are past 
the thick of it now. We really are. Um, it, it was definitely one of the, one of the roughest ones. Um, but it's, it's okay. Y'all, we made it. It's gonna be okay. It's only up from here. Blessings moving forward. It's all good. Everything that happened, y esto se los digo de todo corazón, y hágame caso cuando se los digo, everything that happened in this point, as awful as it might sound, to some degree had to happen in order for you to let go of these people, of these situations, of these habits, etc. Okay. Again, I'm speaking generally. I'm not speaking towards like actual tragedies that fucking happened because like uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like bullshit. Um, but if if you were dealing with gossip, if you were dealing with drama, if you were dealing with negative coping mechanisms, if you were dealing with, you know, self-debilitating talk, if you were not okay, trust me, you are not alone, okay? We all, as a collective, felt that shit. But again, it is okay. It is going to be okay. And like I said, it's only blessings from here. And I am doing my best to keep my head up through it all as well. Because, <laughs> oh child. Um, but since we're talking about messy shit, um, it is still pride. And this one is a pride figure and fellow Cancerian, fellow moon baby, Frida Kahlo, nacida julio 6, 1907 en Coyacán, México, Ciudad de México. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, no, I'm not done. Tristemente falleció el 13 de julio, 1954, a los 47 años de edad. Okay, now I'm done. Um, so, Frida Kahlo. I'm sure you all know the name. You've all seen it or you've seen the film. Um, Mary Diego Rivera. Um, <laughs> 20 years her senior. So, since we've been talking about headcanons and shit. Um... There was a, so, Dolores Olmedo, who was said to be one of Diego Rivera's, like, amantes and everything, and slightly jealous, quote-unquote, supposedly, of Frida, we don't know. The reason that I say that she is an icon is because she has been stated as being bisexual. Granted, this was not directly stated by her, because, again, at that point in time, especialmente viniendo de una familia mexicana, it wasn't necessarily something that she could say. Now, Dolores Olmedo was quoted as saying, like, a ella le gustan las mujeres, a mí los hombres, y no soy comunista. Um, which is, she liked women, and I liked men. Also, I'm not a communist, um, because she was part of the Communist Party in Mexico. Um, or Frida was. But, 
whole mess, right? Whole fucking messy shit. This poor woman sufrió a la rechingada. Like, she was... She went through some shit throughout her life, right? I mean, y'all should definitely read up on it. It's super, super interesting. Also, I'm probably not going to give y'all a full scope of it, but... Here is my theory about Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera. What if, hear me out, what if they were swingers before a time that there was like a term for that shit? What if they were swingers? And I'm not even going to say socially acceptable because I feel like, you know, if you were to walk in a room full of people with your significant other and yell, yeah, we're fucking swingers, people would still look at you crazy. So it's not something that, I don't know. I don't know how socially acceptable it is. And <coughs> I'm not going to speak on that in my place. But however, um, yeah. <laughs> And I was, like, reading up on her and everything, I was like, you know, I feel like to some degree there's a lot of shit that I chose to ignore when I was younger, when I would read her history, especially that part of her life, um, but when I was reading it, I don't know if y'all remember in Bridgerton, where one of Daphne's brothers ends up at the artist's house, and it's like a giant fucking orgy, um, it's a sex party. It, it, it That's what it is. It's a sex party. And so <laughs> I'm reading this and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then it, something started just like, you know, the wheels started turning in my head. And I was like, what if Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera were swingers, right? And tenían las fiestas y todo y luego hacían sex parties y tal cosa. Like, bien juego de las llaves type of shit. And they had an agreement of like who was within limits, who was off limits type of shit. And then, like, they broke it. And that's why, like, all the issues really started getting shitty with them because they were like, no, this is what you said and this is what you said. And then they disagreed. Um, because, like, you know, he fucked her sister and shit. But there, supposedly, there were, like, a bunch of notes that she had sent to friends about um, female lovers across the years. Again, it's all speculation and like we're not really ever gonna know but a lot of people also take what she drew um as far as when it came to the female body and how it was portrayed in her paintings um yeah so Frida Kahlo bisexual will we ever know I don't know but God rest her soul. She made incredible art. And I might just watch Frida over the weekend now because why not? Um Yeah, that's 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 the that's the icon de la noche. And here's a quote, debated quote, but a quote de Frida Kahlo. Um and it goes as follows. I tried to drown my sorrows, but the bastards learned how to swim. And now I am overwhelmed by this decent and good feeling. That is all I have for you guys today. 
Thank you so much for all your patience, all your support, as I am still very much so currently going through it in life, and we don't know when this shit is going to set smooth sails, but hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. <laughs> um, as always, follow me on all my handles at I'm in row three at Drizzitswifey at Elune, y'all know where, and... Les mando mucha paz, muchos besos, y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses, and always reminding you to look up at the moon. I love you guys so much. Please take care of yourselves. I know this shadow is better than the retrograde, but we're still going to be tying up all that loose shit <laughs> that's left over. Um, also, um, just, you know, feedback. I appreciate feedback. Let me know what you guys like, what you guys don't like, um, and what you guys think about what I've done as far as the interviews so far, what you guys thought about, you know, industry talks and all that. So just let me know, um, leave a comment. I think you can leave voicemails on this thing through, like, Anchor. Um, if you're not on Anchor, you know, send me a message on Instagram, um, DM me, make sure you mention that you're coming from pop culture, please. <laughs> make that the first thing you say. Hey, Monroe, I listen to pop culture. Da, da, da. This is what I thought. Or, you know, comment on the posts of, like, the episode for that week. I read every comment. Like, yeah, let me know what y'all think, okay? That's all I gotta say. I love y'all. Los quiero mucho. Bye!